The accounts you'll hear on Parsha Stories are original adaptations of the weekly Parsha. Enjoy! Come read a book with a lot of rules. The Mishkan had a lot of tools. Sacrifice the Azazel. Eat only fish with fins and scales. Love your neighbor, Kamocha. Find out why in Va-Yi. This week's Parsha is Tzav, and is also a special Shabbat, the Shabbat right before Pesach, called Shabbat Hagadol. During the all-school Parshat Hashavua this past Monday, I spoke about Shabbat Hagadol and the incredible stories of Eliyahu Hanavi. We learned about how when Eliyahu was the Navi, the prophet of Bnei Israel, he was paired with one of the worst kings in the history of Bnei Israel, of all of the Israelites, King Ahab, who was married to an awful woman named Jezebel. Now, after a dramatic god-off on Har Carmel, where King Ahab brought 400 of his priests to call out to their many gods to try to make it rain. And Eliyahu, of course, only came with him and his apprentice, Elisha, as they called on the one true God, the God of Israel, that is to say, Hashem. And of course, even though the numbers were in the favor of King Ahab and the hundreds of priests and the multiple gods, all it took was Eliyahu and Elisha bringing about the power of God and Eliyahu was victorious. And we also learn that at the end of Eliyahu's life, he hands over the staff that the Navi, the prophet, would hold. He handed it over to Elisha, and he said to Elisha, do you know what this staff is? And Elisha said, yes, of course, whoever holds the staff is the prophet. And Eliyahu says, aha, you are now the prophet, Elisha. And Elisha says, what's going to happen to you, Eliyahu? And a fiery chariot comes down, whooshing from the sky like a cyclone, like a tornado, like a beam, like an alien beam that's going to beam Eliyahu up. And the wind comes and brings Eliyahu up into the sky. And Eliyahu goes into the heavens and the hole in the sky closes up. And I imagine Elisha looking up at the sky in total wonderment wondering, where did his mentor go? Where did Eliyahu go? And he looks up at the sky and he says, Eliyahu? Uh, hello, Eliyahu? Eliyahu? <laughs> Eliyahu, where'd you go? And it is believed that Eliyahu Anavi actually never dies. He is summoned up into the heavens. And there's this imagined conversation that happens between Eliyahu Anavi and God, where God says to Eliyahu Anavi, you were a wonderful Navi, a wonderful prophet, but you were paired with a terrible king, King Ahab, who somehow tried to convince Bnei Israel to worship multiple gods, to become idol worshipers. And God says, Eliyahu, you deserve to be paired with the greatest ruler of all time. And Eliyahu says, 
well, who's the greatest ruler of all time? And God says, that person will be called the Mashiach. The Mashiach is going to be the king, the ruler over Israel, but really at a time when there is only one ruler over all the world. And having one ruler over all the world will mean that there is complete peace on earth. Because no one will have to say, well, I don't know who's in charge. I don't know who should be making the rules. I don't know what we should be doing. I don't know whose land is which. When there is only one ruler, when there is only one Mashiach, then there will be total peace on earth. And God says, Eliyahu, you're going to be the prophet alongside the Mashiach. And so, Eliyahu, you'll stay up here in heaven with me until the time comes that I'll send you back to earth in order to be the prophet alongside the Mashiach. So now we know the why, and we know the how, and we know a little bit about the Mashiach, although we certainly don't know who it is. But then Eliyahu says, yes, but when? When are you going to bring about this Mashiach? So when are you going to send me down? And God said, oh, that answer is actually very easy. I saved all of B'nai Israel from slavery in Egypt on the eve of the 15th day of Nisan, the day that we call Pesach. And I will therefore save the entire world from the darkness and the pain and suffering of division and fighting. I will save the whole world on that same day, the 15th day of Nisan, on Pesach. Which is why every eve of the 15th day of Pesach, on the night of the Seder, we open our doors during the Seder with the hopes of Eliyahu being there with the hopes that maybe this is the year, the year that we will actually see peace in this world, real, true, long-lasting peace in this world with the coming of the Mashiach. Now that is what Shabbat Hagadol is all about, getting us ready for Pesach. But it is also Parshat Sav, which has its own connections to Pesach as well. You see, this is still a time when Moshe is explaining to Aaron all of the laws of what the Kohanim should do in the Mishkan that has just been built, and all of the korbanot, all the sacrifices that are to be brought for the sin offering, for the thanksgiving offering, for the praise offering, and all of the different rules that exist. And in the form of Midrashim, we can imagine Aaron asking a few different questions. One question that Aaron asked Moshe is he says, Moshe, so I do this sin offering, but here's the problem. If I do a sin offering on someone's sheep and it's out in the middle of the Mishkan for everyone who's there bringing their sacrifices to see, and I sacrifice someone's sheep, then everyone will know that that person had made a mistake that meant that they needed to bring a sin offering. It can actually 
be very embarrassing for me to do the sin offerings in front of everybody. And that's why in this week's Parsha, Moshe says to Aaron, no, Aaron, you should actually do the sin offerings inside the Mishkan itself, in the inner rooms of the Mishkan, not in the outer courtyard. There's only one person whose sin offerings should be done in the outer courtyard. And Aaron says, Who, whose is that? And Moshe says, yours. Mine? Yes, Moshe says. Moshe says, Aaron, we want everyone to know that all people make mistakes, including even the Kohen Gadol. So even when it's not you, when future generations come and there are new Kohen Gadols that are going to make the sacrifices, all of the sacrifices for everybody else, all of the other sin offerings will happen in the inner rooms of the Mishkan so that no one will be embarrassed. But the Kohen Gadol, starting with you, Aaron, are going to have their sin offerings made out in public to assure everyone that it's okay to make mistakes because that's what leadership is. And Aaron says, wow, okay, okay. Well, Moshe, I actually have another question that I hadn't really thought about, but you know how there's a description of the Mishkan where it tells us that inside the Mishkan there will be a table with these special chalot, and every week there will be these special breads called the lechem panim, the show breads. And Moshe says, yes, it's a wonderful, holy aspect of the Mishkan. What about it, Aaron? And Aaron says, well, you know, I never thought about it, but what do I do on Pesach? I mean, if I'm supposed to not bring chametz on Pesach and not see any chametz or own any chametz, but I also have to have this lechem panim, this special bread in the Mishkan, how am I supposed to do that? And Moshe says, aha, the lechem panim actually uses a special flour that never becomes chametz. It's a special recipe that we don't know of anymore, of a special bread that was able to rise without actually becoming chametz. And Aaron says, okay, all right, I understand. Wow, th there are so many questions that I have to ask, and there are so many rules that I have to remember, and I have to write them all down. Okay, well, I think I actually am almost ready to begin making these sacrifices. And Moshe says, all right, well, it's almost time for you and your children, Nadav, Avihu, Elazar, Itamar, to start making those sacrifices. And they got to be very careful. And Aaron says, oh, don't worry. We're going to be super careful. We won't make any mistakes, especially not on our opening day. And Moshe says, all right, I hope that's true. Well, we're going to find out whether or not that's true in next week's podcast, Parsha. 
Well, the truth is, next week it's a special reading for Pesach, but the week after that, we're going to find out what happens to Aaron and his sons. Shabbat Hagadol Shalom, everyone.